This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. Welcome to Star Wars News. We are back with another great week. I want to be your undercover boss, if you don't know where that Whoa. reference is coming from. Whoa. Let me be your undercover boss. All right, I think you are my undercover boss. You guys, our boy, Ben Solo. <laughs> be so. <laughs> Actually, Kylo Ren was on SNL. I can't wait to talk about that. We have so much great news, and I'm gonna we're going to break it down in a second. But first, I'm Seth Sarai, K. Chewbacca's long-lost daughter. I'm joined by my co-pilot, head of Popcorn Talk, Rilo Ren. Ryan Nelson. Rilo Ren here. Here, reporting for duty. So excited to be talking the Star Wars news this week. Rocking the Mandalorian shirt. This is the way, people. And this is the way. I can't wait to see what we're talking about. By the way, in the chat, uh, every 4 p.m. Thursdays on the Popcorn Talk Network, sound off, y'all. We will shout your names out shortly. Yes, we will. All right. So, like I said, we had Adam Driver host SNL. It was his third time. It was epic on our sister network, After Buzz TV. I actually break down SNL week by week. So, I really went in depth there, but we will touch on that a little bit here. Um, Star Wars Underworld TV footage was revealed. It was about a 10-minute clip on YouTube, which was pretty cool to watch. Ryan was freaking out this morning. Then we also have more details, a little bit of more details on the Luminous project that was announced, I believe, last year. But later in February, we'll get more information. Hyped. Then um, Mark Hamill made a tribute tweet to the amazing legend known as Kobe Bryant that we'll just briefly touch on. And what else is in there? We found out what happened to Luke's lightsaber, apparently, in a comic. We got a lot of, like, reading graphic novel news today that we'll break into as well with Poe, the Rebels, his parents, everything. (laughs) And I hope you all read Ryan's article like we teased last week. It's out, people. If you want to watch The Clone Wars, but not all 115 episodes, 42.6 hours of it... And you want to be caught up for this final season. There is an article on Popcorn Talk's website. There are 48 episodes, thank you, that I think are the most essential episodes to view. So check it out. Yes. All right, Rye, let's dive in. Let's talk about this Underworld TV footage. What? Yeah, it was test footage from 2010, 2011, and uh, pre-Disney involvement. Yeah, give us the details about this. What we know about it was pre-Disney, like you just said. Right. What else? This is what we know. So we know George Lucas and everyone at Lucasfilm, they were were filming some, some test footage for a Star Wars TV series, live action. This is going to be the first live action TV series before Mandalorian, before all that. And it looked like it followed right after Order 66, took place on Coruscant from what we gather in this footage, which is really interesting. And uh, that's that's an era I don't think we've quite seen with Star Wars, uh, with the exception of like a few video games and books. And I thought it looked pretty neat. You know, test footage for those who haven't like seen a lot with uh, with big studio productions. Not, it, it, it doesn't look that yeah. great usually, but this still looked kind of cool. And you can tell that they were really 
putting in a lot of effort for this test footage. It's peculiar that it just got released now, though. Now, you know, that time's gone. George Lucas isn't really involved that much anymore, aside from the animated series. And I, in the past, we were talking about Deadpool. You know, Ryan Reynolds leaked test footage of Deadpool, which ended up getting Fox to greenlight the project. And it ended up being a big blessing and a, mm-hmm. a happy, quote-unquote, accident. I was pretty into this, and I'm, I I'm feel curious. like this could be a happy accident too. You think so? I just think Star Wars is so on, on lock. Like we had John Boyega have his script, Rise of Skywalker, under his bed in a hotel, had it like put on eBay for five seconds, and it was ripped away. I yeah. just don't think that ten minutes of footage would have been non-purposefully released. But I also yeah. think that was a decision that had to be made when the when Disney got rights to Lucasfilm because we aren't going to get like a really dark thing anytime soon, I don't think, which kind of sucks, but I don't know. There's positives to it, too. I think that where it's different from Deadpool is that, you know, this was right before Deadpool went into production. This is something from the past. This yeah. is something like, what if? I think a lot of people are speculating this could be... This, this, these storylines that might have been present in this TV show can appear in this upcoming Cassian Andor series because that takes Disney place. Dark. Make it dark. I want dark stuff. Because it's the underworld. That's, yeah. I feel like, a, an area of Star Wars we haven't seen much no. unless it's through like a Jedi's lens. We barely, I mean, we graze over evilness in, in, in the Disney realm. I, I need that. I want something dark and gritty. It gave me like a very Matrix type right. vibe. Would you want a, like, a bounty hunter mob type show? Because it looks like that's what this would have been. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think that would have been pretty cool. The underworld, the underbelly of Star Wars. Forget the Jedi. Maybe even forget the war. This is just like the citizens in the the, the corners of the It doesn't have to play into the larger picture. Just world build in the smaller sense. Yeah. A fun little small show. I I ship it. I ship it too. I wish we got it. Uh, But, you know... I love the Mandalorian. We ended, we st- we are getting these live action series, and I think that they can maybe cherry pick a few things for that Cassian Andor series. Yeah. I hope they do. Yeah, yeah. So we have that to look forward to the Cassian Andor series. We have Clone Wars February twenty first, third, twenty third. Oh, th- uh, is it first? I think it's first. I, well, yeah, it's first. You're Bite right. your tongue, Ryan Nelson. <clears throat> you liar. Let me let me see. It's before, the first. It's before, the first. Okay, okay. Twenty first. The Mandalorian's returning fall twenty twenty, and then. We still don't really have an update on the Obi-Wan series, but all I know is that Ryan and I will riot if it doesn't happen. I, well, <laughs> we I, will riot. Oh, we'll riot. We will riot. Oh, we're just getting dog. a lot of mixed messages, Disney. Okay? It's also weird. Now that we are in this world of social media, like, every move matters. Them not saying anything makes me think it's true. Ironically, this is like when Obi-Wan kind of disappeared. <laughs> And we're like, where is he? What's going on? Are you coming back or what, man? We don't know. And I have trust issues, so please don't do this to me. (laughs) Don't do this to us. Another project that has been teased is the Luminous Project. So we're going to get more information February 24th, but this is a live-action future of Star Wars franchise. Oh, no, no. The live-action future of of (laughs) Star Wars. 
of this franchise. Sorry, guys. That was such a bad tease because that's not what's happening. It's, it's not what's happening. It's so unknown. What is known, though, is <laughs> the books and those types of projects. And this is what the Luminous project will detail, which is kind of exciting because I have yeah. been recently getting way more into the books than I was before. That expanded universe, yeah, if you will. I love them. It's really cool. I mean, this this sounds very fun. We're a month out. That's the February 23rd. Uh, so this is going to be a whole new line of Star Wars stories on the written page. This yeah. is going to be some a book series, a comic series, and just more along that. And it's going to be before the prequels, 400 years before the prequels, which uh, we were talking about with our producer Vito, who's filling in for Jeff Graham today. Star Wars Woo! news! We were talking about before the show. Uh, this could be an opportunity for them to really dig into something like Knights of the Old Republic, which they've been a little bit unclear since the Disney uh, acquisition of Star Wars, where that fits in the timeline. Is it still a legend? Was it thousands of years before, or was yeah. it just a few hundred? So I'm really curious to see what lore we get from this. What would you want to see from Project Luminous? What would you want to see back in the day, old oh, back Star in the Wars? Day? Is, or, 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 sorry, right now, but it's taking place back in the day in this world. I don't... I'm all about like the mythology of the Jedi. Mm. I would love to... And I know we've touched on that in some sense, but I, I would love to see how it... In a deep, deeper than what it's been touched on. I'm really a nerd for history. Are like, you thinking Yoda? Because he would be alive yeah. if it's 400 years. Yoda would be the goal. In his prime? Yes, because all we see Yoda is like... He had to have gotten to the wise state he he's been in that we've seen right. like i want to know the young yoda Did he the always reckless speak yoda backwards. maybe not <laughs> i want to see yoda get in trouble i want to see him cause he gets ruckus. hit in the head and he just starts talking backwards that's yeah that's what i'm saying i want yoda in his prime oh my gosh make it happen i That'd want be a... ba- the actual baby yoda wow <laughs> his baby yoda yoda prime what would that's you want to see i want to see I would love to get actually on the other end a Sith book, Ooh. like some some Darth Bane, like some really old classic Sith, maybe establishing the world, the rule of two, uh, which you know we got in some legend books back in the day. But now that we're going back to this era, I'm in. Wait, give me. I that. just decided what I'm going to submit as a writing. All right, what do you want as a writing? I'm going to do oh. a Dear Diary Darth Vader edition. <laughs> I want oh to. God. I want the diary of Anakin Skywalker to Darth Vader. Oh, that's similar to. <laughs> Thank you. That's kind of similar to. I think in Solo, didn't uh, Lando like he had a little diary, like podcast recorder thing? He was. He was like, "Dear diary." Oh yeah. That would be such a fun book if it was just so, the transcriptions. Yes. Oh my gosh, make it happen. Yeah, make it. You're... Darth will be kind of weird, but make it. <laughs> but I want to see it because we. I know that in the Clone Wars, you speak to this a lot. You really get to a deeper understanding of Anakin's personality and the shift to the dark side. Yeah. But I would love to see it in writing because I still don't respect the transition. We got we got Greg <laughs> Mostovich in the in the chat saying teenage Yoda exclamation point. The Yoda version of Full House sounds really fun. Yes it does. Yes it absolutely does. <laughs> He's, he's the kid, uh, and his parents. Oh, do all the does all of Yoda's species look like that? Are they all small? We'll see. I don't know why Yoda was so much cuter than Yaddle. Teenage Yoda Ninja Turtle. <laughs> okay. Okay. Down. Ooh. Down. I'm, I'm in. Uh, I'm in, sort of, because the Christmas special is a bit of an abomination for me and made me second guess a lot of things. <laughs> Maybe like every Star Wars fan. Yeah, but I'm in. I, I'm, I can't wait. And a month from now, we'll finally be able to read some of it. 
Yeah, really exciting news. Um, some sad news. Quick shift. Uh, Mark Hamill was able was tweeted after the loss of Kobe Bryant and the eight other passengers, including his daughter, his beloved daughter Gigi, yeah. on an air on a helicopter on Sunday, and he paid his tribute by talking about how he was honored to present Kobe's Oscar award for his love letter to basketball, which was really, really cute. So crazy. I remember watching that uh, that year's Oscars with one of my with my parents because we wa- I always watched the shorts every year and I thought Dear Basketball was amazing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think they were prepping for The Last Jedi. So this is around 2017, 2018. And it was Mark Hamill, uh, Kelly Marie Tran, I believe, and they went up and presented the Oscar for Best Short Film or uh, Animated Short Film, and Kobe won. And he was just like the biggest grin on his face. So, I mean, it's, it's a. It's I mean, really yeah, because sad, if but... you're a five time champion, broken all these records, one of the yeah. best to ever do it, period, and then all of a sudden you retire and then you get an Oscar. Like, you are the GOAT and you're a true entertainer. And who knows what other film projects he could have completed like he was just starting that second career and yeah you gotta check out the short do your basketball absolutely amazing such a touching little short film and really cool that mark got to present that sometimes they really i actually didn't some of the grammy presenters were i like when they go together in some weird way right i feel like that goes together in some weird way they're both masters yeah yeah two masters (laughs) and each other awards actually wow all right. On other news, uh, there is there's some Poe Dameron news around the galaxy. There's a book to explore his early years as a pilot, and there was also um, more connection. Oh yeah, comic that connections between Poe and the original trilogy. Yeah, the book sounds really neat. We've gotten a bunch of really cool Star Wars novels over the past couple years, and I'm I'm psyched that now we're getting more on uh, this this current trilogy or this trilogy that just wrapped up. Um, Question. Yeah. Is this picture of Poe based off <laughs> of Oscar Isaac, or did they just kind of... Did they just kind of look at me? Yeah, because yeah, I feel like I'm looking at Ryan Nelson. <laughs> uh, I have to imagine it's a little of both. No, that's absolutely <laughs> off Oscar Isaac. <laughs> that's absolutely off Oscar Isaac. Uh, the book sounds neat. I think we're going to get a lot more uh, uh, insight on Poe, just starting out in the Rebellion and growing up. The interesting connection with the this recent comic was that Poe's parents actually fought in the Rebellion back during original trilogy times, and they knew Leia. So that could provide a little bit of an explanation to why Leia kind of took Poe under her wing and you know was testing him so much in Last Jedi and made him general in Rise of Skywalker. So it's just interesting to see that the Rebellion was in his blood from the start, even though they did hint at him being a spice runner in the most recent movie. Yeah, Maybe that's what this book talks about. I'm really curious. Maybe we'll get that that character as well. His friend, just him and his spice running days. Oh, Zola. Zola, yeah, yeah, that would be cool. I I'm always in for more character development, which is why I am leaning towards becoming more of a TV fan than movie fan because yeah. we can get way more information about different characters. Same with these books. Now that this trilogy is wrapped up, I gotta imagine the floodgates are open. For more creatives to come in and just add more to this universe. So, I mean, th- this is a book I think I'm going to be checking out. What about you? Do you think? Yeah, I love Poe in general, so I would definitely want to be reading more about his background. Do you think it's like a high priority no. for a book? No. Yeah. No. Just a few other ones. Yeah. I'm, I'm into it. I 
I want to get a log line, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what's the sell? <laughs> sell me on this. Yeah. Pitch me. Yeah. So, unsure. Unsure, but cool that he was linked to Leia with his parents. Yeah, it is cool. What, what's funny is that we found out the animals used for Baby Yoda's voice. This is wild, y'all. And it wasn't just animals, you guys. It was a combination of animal sounds from a wildlife rescue near San Diego. That's my hometown, Hala. And the vocalizations of a real human baby. I wonder wow. like, how that mix came to be. Yeah. <laughs> but... Regardless, it's perfect. <laughs> really, should, really perfect. Really perfect. And it might clue in to when he, or when the child, when Baby Yoda finally speaks. I hope we get that soon. I mean, at least in season two. That, I'd be really excited for that. But do you think it's going to be a combination of a baby's, do you think it's going to be a baby's voice? Or do you think we're going to get more of like an animalistic oh. adult what are your like thoughts? Like a Yoda or a human, you're Because Yoda's very much like a grown-up voice turtle. turtle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think it could be like a child? I, I think they need to milk his <laughs> non-speaking years as long as possible. Okay. Because I think that's what's selling people is the little woos and you just are, you assume what he's saying, but you don't really know. But do you think it's going to be like a baby, a baby's first words? Mando. 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 Let me sit on your lap. That'd be my first words to Mando. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> that was cute and then like raunchy immediately. Wow. Shout out to Pedro Pascal. Your face right then. Whoa. All right, moving Just on. Just change. Judgment unnecessary. What do you guys think? Would okay. you sit in Mando's lap? Comment below. <laughs> Love to hear it. All right. One of our favorite I'm Stranger happy. Things. Yeah, that was McClunky. Stranger Things actors Finn Wolfhard uh, was in an interview with GQ. Sorry, guys. Was in an interview with GQ and he was saying, there were people <laughs> tweeting at him that they would love for him to play a young Ben Solo and he basically said, you're not the only one. I would love to play this role. Same here. But I think he would actually be perfect. You do? Yeah. I mean, at least the look is down they for sure. They got that sure. pale skin, dark hair combo. Yeah. It's absolutely working there. I just don't know what... I would. I think that's a story that could be really cool. Do you think that that would, would work on screen, though? I don't think they'll ever do it. Yeah? Um, but yeah, I do think it could work. I, I think As a greater story, it wouldn't be... I think it would, there would have to be like a, a B-plot that's just as strong as that plot. On paper, it sounds awesome. And he looks the part. I think he's the right age. Uh, but in a few years, I think he's going to outgrow it because we did get that flashback of when By he was By the time smarting. they signed on, right. you he think would be too, be too old? old. Right, because it I think... It takes so long. And also, I think, just in my mind, you want a young Mark Hamill, a young Carrie Fisher. It won't happen. A young Harrison Ford in that story. But I just don't know what story you can tell without those three. And they're already kind of old as is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'd be down for that casting. It's a good dream cast. Yeah. He looks the part. Yeah. And he already parts his hair like it, too. Yeah, he does. Look at that turtleneck. And he's great in Stranger Things. And he the is. I love Stranger Things. Yeah, it probably won't happen, but I love when people put in their bids to be like the next Marvel superhero. It's or like we all Star wish Wars. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really wish that. It's a pretty known ask. Um, all right. There's so much stuff you guys this week. So much like rant. And I love that there's no drama this week. I feel like there's a lot of drama the past few weeks. No massive shade. Exciting news. Star Wars composer John Williams wins 25th Grammy. 
Wow. Really impressive. This and, time for Galaxy's Edge Symphonic Right. Suite. I thought, okay, was it for the movie? Yeah. Was it for any of his other work on Star Wars? This or was ma- for yeah. a song played at Galaxy's Edge. Okay. How weird is that? It's like, does it bring you to tears? What happens when it plays? <laughs> I, I How did that it. even get nominated? I know. That's just the most random thing because you always would think John Williams. He is he is everything Star Wars. You know when you when you hear the name John yeah. Williams, that is Star Wars. He makes Star Wars what it is today. The yeah. music is a key part. It's a character. Totally. Uh, but the fact that it wasn't even for the music in Rise of Skywalker, which was you know he came out of retirement three times to do these three movies in this trilogy because he, he's retired, but he's still he's still coming back for more. You're even for the such ride. a goat when you can. Ju- you're like Jay Z at that point. You just come. You retire and you come out of retirement. You win awards, you go back to retirement. Now you win an award for an amusement park. Are you kidding? A song at an amusement park you're going to probably hear when you're waiting in line. Got a Grammy. Goals. He's a legend. Wow. Another master. Other legends are you all in the chat. Right. Let me know who we have to shout out. Shout out Ivan Soto here each and every week. Manny Gonzalez saying hi. Psyched for the... He shouted out my article. Thank you so much. Yash... Just going to say, Yash, uh, Philly Jackson, new name in the chat. Good Woo! to see you, Philly, uh, from Philly, myself, and uh, Greg, as always, and Laura. I was going to say, you better chat. call out Laura. Laura's in the chat, and we, we love Laura. Um, but yeah, y'all, please comment away. What do you think of of all this news? Give us your, your opinions on the new book series, The Luminous Project, and of course, John Williams getting his 25th Grammy for something Star Wars. Also, hit that like button, fam. I'm going to need you to hit that like button. Please hit that thumbs up. And then up. after this video is over, please leave us a comment. We love to keep the conversation going. And if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, hello. Hello, podcast listeners. Give us those five stars. Leave us a review there. Those are extra spicy and feisty. Feisty. We lo- feisty. We love those. Okay, one thing I absolutely love. Teased it at the beginning, but Adam Driver making his return to SNL. This was his third appearance, and I have to say he's one of my favorites of the new like ho- reoccurring hosts that have been invited back. He is such a natural. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm all, so going to defer to you on this because you are the biggest SNL yeah, fan I I'm know. I'm a huge SNL fan. Big sketch fan. Uh, I've done some, some sketch comedy, but... Wow, I, I absolutely loved his return to SNL this week and Undercover Boss Part Two. Undercover Boss Part One came out uh, with Force Awakens back in 2016, and then this was the Part Two, and I'm so glad they made it a reoccurring <laughs> sketch because this one was even funnier. Because everyone, the joke was like, we know it's Kylo Ren. Like, yeah. what is he doing? He you have to watch it. It's on <laughs> SNL's YouTube and fr- probably anywhere. But he did so well. I think it's also a playful wink. Of him. Like, he's a really serious guy. I was watching one of those acting roundtables the Hollywood Reporter does every year. He's up there with, like, De Niro and Jamie Foxx, and he's the most serious guy at the table. Really? Like, he stuck out. And to see him do something like this on SNL, I, it shows another side of him that's a little bit more playful. Also, his character in Star Wars is just so serious and, and dark and Angsty. brooding. It's rare we get to see him like this. I feel like the only other time we've got to really see him with his comedic chops as girls on HBO. Which, like, he was also psychopath in that <laughs> show. <laughs> like, let's not forget. He's played some crazy roles. He's an exceptional actor, and I think he, he's having a moment for sure, and I don't think it's a moment. I think it, he is really stapling himself, stamping himself as one of the greats. My Star Wars nerd brain, though, while watching this, 
kind of went off when what? he was asking some of the coworkers, the stormtroopers, he's like, what do you guys think? Do you think Ray's going to take Kylo's hand when he offers it up for a second time? Yeah. I was like, whoa, okay. Like, he's on board, I think, for that. Or kind of, like, making fun of it. Yeah, they did a good job of not giving spoilers if some people haven't seen Rise of Skywalker. Right. But I do think that he was making some jabs at it. But I don't it's the know. Raylo. It, it's it's for all those Raylo fans out there. He's fun. Like even in his monologue, he joked about his seriousness and how everybody views him like that. But if you also saw Joaquin Phoenix receive his award for uh, performance of it's the SAG, yeah, yeah at the SAG Awards, he gave mad props to Adam Driver, which was really cool to see as well. Yeah, he's killing it, and yeah. I mean, I don't think we're gonna really get him in much more. Star Wars content moving forward? No way, forward. I yeah. don't think ever. But this just goes to show he's such an incredible performer and can make even some serious roles comedic and kind of and wink at him. But yeah. I'm happy that he's a part of the universe. Me too. Me too. Okay, Rai, can you tell me about the answers to Luke's missing lightsaber? Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> this is So, first off, this is going to sound very vague. There's only a few details we know, but there's a comic storyline right now uh, that it answered, in a way, what happened to Luke's lightsaber after he got his hand chopped off at Cloud City and Empire Strikes Back, and the lightsaber fell down that ventilation shaft, and then, miraculously, in Force Awakens, they have it back. Yeah. What happened? That's a story for another time. That time is here. We've, we've, we've discovered or got some new details on what's going on with that. So, apparently... In this comic line, uh, Lando Calrissian has a conversation with Luke where he's basically like, hey, I know everyone at Cloud City. I know everything that's going on, even in the underworld, underbelly. I could probably find your lightsaber for you. So we know that detail, and we also know when it fell that someone caught it, which is really interesting. This hooded figure, we have an image up there. So we don't know who that hooded figure is, and we don't know the time in between Lando saying he can find it and when they actually find it, I think that we're going to find out more in the weeks to come or the new comic issues to come. But it's kind of wild that someone was down there and caught the lightsaber. I never would have thought that. I always assumed it fell down, hit a few walls, and then just like drifted into space. Yeah. But someone caught it, Steph. I Right place, wrong time. I mean, what's really weird to think about is Luke later in that scene falls down the ventilation shaft and this guy just didn't even help. Like, he caught the lightsaber Savage. and ran. Yeah, so I bet he's some kind of, like, underworld bounty hunter, maybe? Or traitor? Like, I- I'm really curious to see who this figure is and how that ended up being at Maz Kanata's place. Wow. Yeah. I do... I want to be at Maz Kanata's place. You want to get drinks <laughs> yeah, at that bar? so bad. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So, and, and it also, makes sense that, that that you know that Lando would know everyone there. Yeah, it is yeah. really important question for you. Are you going to pre-order a life-size baby? What happened? Sorry, I just got to. Sh- I don't mean to go back to this, but Ivan Soto just shouted out, saying, "Guessing that that's Ezra Bridger, who's the lead character in Rebels, which would be." That would be really cool would, if Ezra Bridger got his yeah. like, yo, I am down for that, Ivan Soto. I am, whoa. Okay, sorry, my and mind's going a thousand miles Could we see that play out anywhere, though? I mean, at the end of Rebels, spoiler if you haven't seen it, but that character kind of is lost in time. And we don't really know what happens. So, and we found out that there's going to be another season of Rebels, but uh, 
yeah, we don't know what happened to that character, so that would be epic. Yeah, that would. Whoa. Yeah, that would. Sorry, had to shout it out. Life size Baby Yoda. Yeah, it's already in my shopping cart. Okay, just making sure. I, I, how many are you procuring? <laughs> just one. Isn't this going to be the big present for 2020? Yeah. Like, this is the commodity. Yes. It has to be. I need a life size Baby Yoda. Do you guys think they missed the mark? This should have been earlier. I've made this point, yeah, I think they should have sold all of the Baby Yoda stuff before, I think at least at Thanksgiving. I challenge that. Why? Challenge flag. No, I think... Not when he was trending every single week and everyone wanted to be a part of the Yoda gang? Look, I think the reason it was trending so much was... Look. Look. Picture this. Uh, I think the reason it was that big was because we had no idea it was coming. And if... And it was such a big surprise... It's such like a, a niche, small, unique yeah. thing. I think that now they have so much buzz, and the buzz is only getting bigger. That now that they're coming out, it's going to be really popular. But if who knows if they released that toy early and we knew a Baby Yoda was coming, maybe it wouldn't be as big as it is now. I no, I think as soon as that video came, the remix video of Baby Yoda putting the silver ball back on the uh, in the ship yeah. and then the music coming on yeah. that's the peak of baby Yoda's social media trending drop the merch then drop the merch then <laughs> yeah i mean I, I think i don't think they're losing business is what i'm saying they're i think fine. it's just delayed yeah, business I know. we all know star wars is really poor so they really <laughs> had to think about this Whoa. decision i think i think it's just delayed <laughs> I, I think i think they're going to sell just as many Baby Yoda merch as they would now as they would then. I disagree. Vehemently disagree. We'll have to see the sales. <laughs> we will never know because gonna, we wouldn't know what check the, the stock, sales are. The stock market point. <laughs> well, what would be? I mean, I'm already pre-ordering them. Is what I'm saying. I, I think. I think. I think the fact that there's still buzz says a lot. And yeah. I think uh, it was a bold move on their part. And I think they're just going to sell Yoda's to the end of time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, good news for Kelly Marie Tran. She might have gotten only two minutes in The Rise of Skywalker, but she will be an Oscars presenter. Yes, she will. So we are winning in some ways. We are we're winning in, in a few ways. Uh, in <laughs> fact, the Chewbacca actor, Junas, I still haven't figured out how to say it. Junas Sumas? Junas. Junas Sumas tweeted at her saying, congratulations, Kelly. I know you're going to do an amazing job presenting. P.S. If you accidentally announce me as the winner, I'm sure the Academy would be okay with it. Well, probably not, but I might get a statue. Cry laugh emoji. And, you know, I lectured this guy on Twitter last week. I know. All I'm going to say is, and someone else tweeted this out this week, this was massive shade, but they're saying, wow, the Academy Awards are about to give Kelly Marie Tran more lines than the movie Rise of Skywalker, which is true. She had four lines in the movie. She's going to say more words at this ceremony than she did in that movie. Which is so sad. Wow. It's so true, You know though. what's funny is that the Oscars can somehow make a really smart move like this, but also just fuck up the nominees <laughs> year after year. Sorry, that's the only way I can say that. <laughs> it's so tragically true <laughs> that... Like, she's going to say more words at the ceremony than That's she did in the cool, movie. the Oscars. Honestly, I give them props for that. But that is crazy. Wow. It's nuts to think that. I never would have thought that if you told me a few yeah. weeks back. Yeah. But, like, yikes. Co-signed by 
R2 himself. Co-signed. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't have, like, is she promoting a movie coming up? I don't... I think this is just because she was in Star Wars, right? Yeah. Yeah. Man. But, I mean, good for her. I, I think the more Kelly Marie Tran, the better. And then we do have another segment, our Savage Tweet. That, I mean, that was that Savage Tweet, Oh, man. that was the Savage this Tweet? Sa- I mean, look, this person literally said the Academy Awards are about to give <laughs> Kelly Marie Tran more words than the Oscars this that year. That is Savage. That is bonkers true more more lines hunter than jj harris Ames did. hunter Holla harris at you verified shout out to you verified. i mean <laughs> verified you verified wow okay i mean what that you, is savage it's it's really kind of it's crazy a lot of people in the chat sharing their thoughts on this i uh, hope we can see it um especially well the oscars are sorry are produced by abc which owns disney which owns star wars political correctness much maybe this is them making up for that i mean i don't think that that's making up for that i think that this is just like hey i, I think that's an awesome pick that she gets to do it but this is definitely not making up for that she should have had more lines in the movie like that's yeah. end of story yeah end of story um or killer like <laughs> I don't think killing her is no, the No, not same. her. Not she already lost saying, the daughter snap. No, I mean, who was sister. our pilot that died without knowing? Oh, Ninnum. Ninnum. That's worse. <laughs> that's worse than giving her three lines. Yeah. Cleaning a filing cabinet. I'd rather know that I'm dying than Do- just guess. <laughs> Rose. Yeah. I- What's up? Yeah. What's up, Rose? I think great things are ahead for Kelly Marie Tran. For Rose Tico, not so much. That's fine. We're going to close the chapter on that. Kelly Marie Tran, sail away into sail greatness. Away. There was one more story. I don't think we have this in a rundown, but I actually was just reading about this. It was Oscar Isaacs uh, and the editor of Rise of Skywalker sharing their thoughts on Poe being... Uh, in a in a relationship with Finn and like oh, yeah. how he was pushing for that, but Disney wasn't quite ready. Uh, the editor was saying, you know... He wasn't seeing signs of that in the editing room. Like, I don't think they even really considered that filming the movie. But we do know that Oscar Isaacs was always pushing for that. I love that Oscar Isaac has been so openly like vocal about it. I ship us. Yeah. What about you? It's it's interesting because I don't think in years past or even in you know trilogies past that these actors really would share that type of stuff or feel comfortable to. They kind of feel like the chapters closed. Yeah, I don't know. I love a good bromance, and I love a good romance. Yeah. But you know I'm a Finn and Ray gal. And You're Raylo. That's that. Shout out to Raylo. Is that No, it? I'm not a Raylo. You're not? I'm oh, Finn and Ray, sorry. Finn and Ray. I feel like I just committed a crime yeah, towards Steps of Raw. Oh, wow. my God. Can you redeem yourself with our words of wisdom? I can. And this week's words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Let it be. This is from Qui-Gon Jinn. It's uh, your focus determines your reality. And I think that that is a really suitable quote with uh, the tragedy this week with Kobe Bryant. You know, that is someone who's a clear example who he had his focus and he determined his reality. And he's left a hell of a legacy, even bigger maybe than Star Wars. So that is the words of wisdom for this week. Have an awesome week this week, y'all. That was Got really good. Yeah. That was really good. And Mamba. Our, yeah, our um, our our CEO Maria Menounos always talks about where focus goes, energy flows. Yeah, it's the same idea. Where focus goes, energy flows. All so there's right. your words of wisdom, y'all. It's been y'all. a great week, Jenna James. Are you new in the chat? Because I I am effing with you. I like that. <laughs> Shout I'm, out to Jenna James. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, shout out to all you in the chat again here at Popcorn Talk, 4 p.m. every Thursday, talking Star Wars. If you're on iTunes, please give us a review and we will read it on air. Thank you so much, Steph. Right. Let's do this. Let's, let's do this. Let's Where can out. we find you in this week? This week, you can find me at Ryan Nilsson on Twitter and at Ryan Nilsson on Instagram. That's N-I-L-S-E-N. And you can also find me producing a slew of shows tomorrow, DC Movie News, at uh, 1 p.m. Pacific on the Popcorn Talk Network. Um, and all the soap shows every Sunday. Uh, Steph, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steph Sabra. We will be back next Thursday. Until then, may the force be with you as always. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. <laughs>